Convos with the Messiah, episode two. Uh, yeah, I just got done rambling. It's like a 20 minute ramble. Touch base on all kinds of weird shit. Uh, just getting ideas. Not sure where I'm headed with this podcast. Uh, check it out. And if you like it, please subscribe. Check out my link on my YouTube channel, on my podcast page right here. Uh, yeah, there's a number of ways you can get in touch with me. Leave me a message on any me. I mean, uh, I've got my Facebook links as well on my YouTube channel. So check it out. And if you survive this 20-minute rant, you want more? And if I get any views, I'll make another episode. All right. So one of the deepest questions I seem to get most is, was I gay? Was Jesus Christ, the Messiah, a homosexual? Well, the clues are out there. I mean, I'll start off by saying those Romans that were out there nailing me to the cross were some hunky ass strapping men. And, uh, yeah, they nailed me hard to that cross. (laughs) So, yeah, man, Jesus Christ was a homosexual. I mean, over the centuries, they've tried to edit and change things around to fit their narrative. But in reality, I have always been the gay Lord and Savior, taking loads for the sins of the world. I mean, look at the Catholic Church. It is vastly filled with homosexual priests. You look up at the news, shit. Do a simple Google search and you'll see how the Vatican is always having gay orgies and and such. I mean, they'll tell you it's wrong, but they don't care. They're out there slaying the gay way. It's just the hypocrisy. That's one of the reasons why I stopped believing you start seeing the hypocrisy within the church. You put the dots together and it's not just the church. It's just religion in general. It doesn't matter if it's Christianity, Islam, Hinduism. It's all the same nonsense. Religion is no different than government. They all want to exert their power and their control over the people and they'll feed them all the garbage to, you know, keep control of the masses. You look at history, you look at the role that the Catholic Church has played throughout history in the last 
1,800 years. Once Constantine converted over Catholicism, that's when you got your Bible. And, you know, a lot of people look at the Bible as the the one holy book. that This is religious people, mind you. And they'll never take into consideration all the edits, all the books that were omitted, all the books that did not make the final cut to make make it into the Catholic Bible. So then, of course, you fast forward 1,400 years later, you know, to the time of Martin Luther. And he didn't like some of the stuff in the Roman Catholic Church Bible. So he took books out. And then you fast forward a few hundred years later, then you have Joseph Smith, the founder of the Mormons, making a whole new other book called the Book of Mormon, a new testament, a new gospel of Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's all a damn. It's easy to connect the dots that it's all nonsense. It's all garbage. And yet people choose to believe that shit. And I mean, governments are no different. You can go as early as to the Newburgh conspiracy uh, soon after the Revolutionary War some conspirators wanted George Washington to you know start conning the people right off the bat and this is in the official books just look it up and According to the official narrative, George Washington squashed it right off the bat. He didn't want to be like, you know, the British that they had just beat. He wanted to have a new American republic. Yada, yada, yada. And I don't know. Maybe it was clean for a few years, for a couple decades. But you can start seeing all the bull crap coming along. I mean, in 1840, so literally, you know, 50 years later, only a few decades later, you had James Polk, American president, who has who a lot of people have compared Donald Trump to a James Polk, you know, the same brash personality and whatnot. But he ran on the campaign of taking over Mexican land. And uh, saw a documentary where in his own diaries, James Polk said that it would be easy to take Mexican territory, which at that time was California, Texas, Arizona, Utah, Nevada. Pretty much the the whole Southwest area, Colorado. Um, and he wanted that land, and he ran on the campaign promise of taking all that land by force. And people close to him told him, you know what, we can't be doing that. We can't just be, you know, annexing land just because we want it. And essentially, James Polk said, eh, the Mexicans are worse than the niggers. 
and in his you know in time people will forget about it and fast forward to the 90s when I was going to school in history class what I what we were taught was that it was a friendly exchange of money for land that the Americans gave 15 million dollars to the Mexican government which was a lot of money at that point in time and it was called the Treaty of Guadalupe Hidalgo and if you do your history the damn thing was called the US Mexican War and over the decades people have brushed it and you know it's been washed over as a friendly exchange of money and land but but Jesus Christ uh, you know it, it turned out for the best and, and that's why you know America's great well let, let's get let's get one thing I'm, I'm ranting now who, who knows no one's listening to this podcast anyways but uh I'm an atheist, and I believe religion is all bullshit. I believe governments are all bullshit. I'm a proud American of Mexican-American descent. That's my heritage. And as proud as an American I may be, I'm not going to gloss over the bullshit that our government has done from JFK to Martin Luther King, to Malcolm X, to RFK, to the bullshit Vietnam War, to the bullshit U.S.-Mexican War, to Guantanamo Bay. I mean, and I'll just say it out there, to 9-11. It's all nonsense, and we get fed the same old bullshit narratives and if you even question the narratives you're called a conspiracy theory and if you look up the mockingbird operation mockingbird uh conspiracy theorists was pretty much brought about by the cia to label anyone that was against the or anyone that questioned the JFK narrative was labeled a conspiracy theorist. Just some Looney Tune. And and it worked. You know, the official narrative was that Mr. Oswald, Harvey Lee Oswald, was the lone gunman that killed JFK and end of story he was caught a few hours later and then a strip club owner with deep mafia ties was so hurt that JFK had been assassinated that he just took out vengeance and killed Harvey Lee and got it over with end of story case closed that is it um, and if you, you can YouTube it, go ahead and YouTube, uh, the JFK headshot, the, uh, by the Zap Ruder film, we're told Harvey Lee Oswald shot him in the back of the head or in the back of the head. <laughs> and you look at that video, he clearly takes a shot from the back, 
And as JFK lurches over, a second shot comes in from the front, blasting his head back, snapping it back. Clearly indicating that there were at least, at least two shooters. I mean, there could have been more, but at least two shooters. You know, and the evidence is, is, is pretty damning. And, and that's just the video evidence. When you start to look at the deeper shit going on, like George Bush working for the CIA at the time and being mum about his whereabouts on that day and Ted Cruz's dad also. I mean, there is a lot of squirrely shit. A lot of great documentaries out there. Now, I don't know who did it. I don't know the motive motive behind it. I mean, there's a lot of theories. One of the theories is because JFK opposed um, the Bay of Pigs. Or the CIA wanted to assassinate Fidel Castro for, for quite some time. And an, another theory is... Uh, is Operation Northwoods. If you if you think the whole 9-11 conspiracy theory is a bunch of garbage and that the government would never, ever harm its own citizens, <laughs> look up Operation Northwoods. This is declassified information. Our government was proposing... To pretty much stage an attack made by Cuban Americans who were going to be disguised as Cuban um, Cuban militants, and they were even planning on crashing a passenger airliner into a hotel in Miami and kill basically kill American citizens. And the whole reason behind it was that they were going to pin it on the Fidel Castro regime and the Cuban government. And they were going to pitch it to the American public. That would have pissed off everyone. Think about it. Like, what the hell? These damn Cubans, communists are out here on our territory killing American citizens. Let's go in there and take over that little island. Fuck it. And JFK didn't sign it. I mean, this... This proposal was signed by the Joint Chiefs of Staff. They just needed JFK's approval for this, and JFK did not want any part of it. I mean, that's another theory as to why. I mean, there's another theory that he had mob, you know, JFK also had mob ties and stuff wasn't panning out. So there's a bunch of theories. I don't know which one it was, what seems to be quite evident is that there's a lot of bullshit going on um anyone claiming to know exactly for sure what happened i i i think you're full of shit i mean and anyone telling you that you're oh you're crap you got to believe the official story and and if you question it you're just a looney tune well you know what that's no different than being someone who believes in religion and all this other crap. 
I grew up Catholic. I grew up, you know, knowing all the Bible stories and all this crap. And anytime I questioned it, I, oh, that's the devil using you. That's, don't, you know, you have to believe it this way. You have to, and, and even stuff that didn't make sense. If I would ask questions, I would get ostracized. Part of being an atheist, you have to be a critical thinker. So when I look at these conspiracies, you're probably listening, oh, God, oh, my God, he's just an Alex Jones. You know what? Fuck Alex Jones. I try to be a critical thinker. If shit doesn't make sense, I'm asking questions, man. And I'm going to go with the most logical and reasonable thing. And the reason I bring up all the stuff in the past, all the conspiracy bullshit in the past is because it then makes all the stuff going on now or in the recent past, it makes it more relevant. If bullshit has gone on in the past, what's to say it's it's not going on right now and it hasn't gone on recently and it's not going to go on in the future? I mean, it's it's just basic common sense. History always repeats itself. You see these conspiracies going on through as long as we've had history written down. Look at Julius Caesar. Dude was getting famous, exerting power. Some of the senators around him were not liking the way things were going, so they conspired and killed him. World War I all started over a conspiracy look this shit up if you think i'm full of shit now i ain't trying to convince you i'm just trying to get you to subscribe to my youtube channel (laughs) and the link is on my my podcasting but by all means if you think i'm full of shit or if you find things in common i mean comment on some of my videos and i'll get the notification I'll start posting my Facebook link on the videos as well. If you want to message me or or comment on anything, you know, maybe I'll make a Facebook page where we could talk all this shit in private, make it a, a private group. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I started off saying weird ass shit about gay. I'm actually married. Got, but. I like to make jokes. I like to talk conspiracies. I like to think big. I like to talk about AI. All kinds of weird ass shit, man. Uh, no one will probably listen to this podcast. I already made my intro introductory one. I got notifications that it got passed all over the place, but no one's listened to it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, maybe I'll make some jokes on the next one. I don't know. I won't be conspiratorial on you. I'll just make some fucking Jesus jokes. Get a couple laughs. Uh, check out the YouTube videos. I got some funny ones. Maybe you guys won't find, maybe some of y'all won't think it's funny at all. Eh, humor's different, man. I mean, I'm a huge fan of Key and Peele. 
and I watch their skits, and some of them are just bad, man. I'm not going to lie. Some of them are bad. I'm like, holy shit. Where the hell were they going with this? And I look at the comments, and people love it. I'm like, whoa. Man. And then I see some of their other videos, and it cracks me the hell up. I'm crying, man. I'm on the ground rolling. I'm laughing for days. I've got some of their lines memorized. And then I look at the comments, and some people are hating on it. And it's like, you know, humor's pretty much on the ear of the beholder, I guess. You know, or eye of the beholder, whatever you want to use. You know, some of it will will take off with a certain group of people, and it might bomb with a couple of other people. So check out the videos. Some of the skits might bomb with you, but some of them might be good. Some of them might be complete shit. But if you really like them, man, spread the word, like and share them. And uh, I don't know. I just like to have fun. It's one of those things. It's funny. Eh, maybe I'll do it on the next episode. I'll I'll talk about what got me into atheism I'll just give you a little teaser I I was a Catholic musician one of my YouTube videos has over 50,000 views um, I was getting invited to all kinds of places man I got, that's how I moved out or came to Florida for the first time I got invited invited to a concert Played a pretty played at a pretty large concert in Las Vegas, Nevada. Man, this was a long time ago uh, when I was younger and really religiously active. And nah, eh, I'll get into it next episode, I guess. Uh, yeah. God bless Satan.